Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bridging Chicago podcast. My name is Nathan and I'll be your host today. On this episode, I'm joined by Madeline Miley, the Director of Events and Special Initiatives for the AIDS Foundation Chicago. First, welcome, Maddie. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me out. I yeah. appreciate it. We have had a few episodes with the AIDS Foundation Chicago. Sounds like it. And we always have an amazing time. It, we learned so much. This is the first time we've been in person with the organization. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It gives a new <laughs> little flair to it. Absolutely. So. Yeah. If you haven't listened to our prior episodes, definitely go back. Um, in season four, episode 18, we spoke with John Peller, the executive director. Yes. And then uh, that same season in episode 23, we interviewed Peter Tepfer. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to talk to Dr. Cynthia Tucker in season five, episode 10. And then season five, episode 35, we got to talk to David, Dave Thomas yeah. um, from the Flexible Housing Pool. So we've heard a lot about the foundation and, and different areas that it touches. But for someone who hasn't heard um, what the association uh, does what the foundation does. Can you kind of share at its core what its mission is and how it carries that work out here in Chicago? Yeah, absolutely. There's some big steps in the guess, <laughs> coming after all of those folks. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's AIDS Foundation Chicago um, has been around since 1985. Um, we were first created to really help folks who had um, you know, tested positive for HIV or mm. who had AIDS die with dignity. It's oh, wow. where we were at in 1985, you know. Yeah. And, uh, 2023, it is gratefully, you know, thankfully a, a very different landscape. Yeah. Um, we exist to create health equity and justice for folks that are HIV positive or folks who might be vulnerable to HIV and AIDS. And I know there is an initiative to get to zero here in Illinois yes. and sounds like that's been going really well. Yes. Um, one of the things that I, I wanted to kind of get your perspective on is as someone who works for the AIDS Foundation, when you tell people that, I mean, we know the old stigma. Is that stigma still around? Do people kind of like, oh, you work for AIDS Foundation. That's interesting. It is. Yeah, I find it a lot in my work when I mention what I do. I think mm-hmm. a lot of folks are still surprised that um, it's such a challenge here still in the United States. Um, it is a challenge globally as well. But yeah. um, yes, I think we definitely saw this exacerbated in the COVID-19 pandemic, but we know that there are racial inequities in our healthcare system. And so the HIV pandemic or epidemic is is certainly seeing that as well. So we know that our black and brown neighbors have been left behind by our healthcare system, our policies, how we interact as a community. Mm -hmm. So we're really shifting um, with our new strategic plan, the Unifying for Impact plan from 2022 to 2024 to really focus on those health um, inequities because oh, yeah. we know we're That's not so gonna end the epidemic if we if we don't tackle those giant barriers that exist. Yeah, and yeah. especially here in Black History Month mm-hmm. when we're celebrating the contribution of African-Americans and Black people in America, but really I think with that also comes learning about the struggle and about the um, the imbalance of resources and just all of these um, these things that all BIPOC people, but African-Americans um, have had to deal with. And I think one of the things that I really appreciate in people is when you can kind of 
say, yeah, we have a history here that isn't something that we're necessarily the most proud of, right. but it's something that we can change for the future. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to be able to look back on the history mm-hmm. to understand what's happening to create a better future, yeah. right? Like if we don't address, um, I mean, outside of our work, if we don't address the racial inequities that exist in every system in this yeah. kind of white supremacist society, we're not going to see the progress for a world I, I would love to see, you know, in the future. So ASC is really doing that hard work of kind of looking back and like, you know, where can we improve? Mm-hmm. I think our racial um, equity action plan has some very specific outcomes for every department. You know, what can we be doing better yeah. to make sure that we're on track for the getting to zero initiative, but also just creating a better world. Yeah. I think Chicago is a really good city to do that in because I think Chicago really connects with its um, with its neighborhoods, which causes some natural segregation. Um, but there's been an understanding that this city needs to be for everyone and every right. part of this city needs to be for everyone. And I see that people really coming around that. Um, doing that work in this city, does that mean something to you? It absolutely does. I um, I come from a very small, like, Midwestern town in uh. Kansas. And so moving, <laughs> moving to the city, it was so amazing to see how diverse the city is, but yeah. also, like you said, recognizing the barriers, the segregation that exists in the city. Yeah. So it's really heartwarming to see other nonprofits, other small businesses, government work out there, you know, saying, this is where it is instead yeah. of covering it up, but also right. here are the things that we're looking forward to do. So I love that imagery of, yeah, coming together for a better Chicago. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think that um, with the AIDS Foundation focus on housing too, yeah. um, as I've learned, housing is a huge part of the history of what kind of caused this in Chicago. Yeah. It really started with housing. And I think that by tackling that, I mean, if, if people cannot be housed, there's very little work that can be done to help. Because I think being one of those basic needs, food, housing, you know, even just feeling loved, having Absolutely. access to mental health, you know, those yeah. things, it's like, if you can't tackle those things, you can do all these other things, but it's just kind of like, running up continuously uphill absolutely i forget what the the scientific term is with that psych 101 like the the hierarchy of needs yeah, right yeah, yeah. you have to have those basic needs met before you yeah. can um you know be thriving which is what we're we're striving to do is making sure that everyone can thrive and have a healthy life here yeah. in chicago and illinois so um absolutely folks need to know with where they're sleeping at night to know that they have a safe place to come home to to stay on top of their medications that have to be taken at a specific time every day to get to doctor's appointments to feel loved and have that sense of community. So yeah, yeah, in the past couple of years, you've really shifted to including housing and it has grown exponentially. I'm sure we'll have an announcement on our website soon, but we just hit a really big milestone in terms of housing this past year. So um, yeah, it's been lovely to see that that work grow. Yeah, oh, that's gotta be so rewarding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, at the foundation, you do some really fun stuff, too. We do. Yeah, you have a lot of great people there that we've gotten to meet, and yes. even, I'm sure, many more that we haven't. But one of the really fun things is coming up soon, and that's yes. why we're here to let people know. 
Um, so why don't you tell us about the, the fun event that we yeah. have coming up? Yeah, AFC is a very robust organization. And of course, that includes some fun special events to raise funds for all of these programs that we've yeah. been talking about. Um, and I think it's fitting that this is the first like in-person interview we've done <laughs> because this is the first in-person indoor oh. special event we've done since the pandemic. So we are really excited to announce that our World of Chocolate event is returning in person to Union Station. It'll be on Friday, February 17th. So it'll be just across the street from yeah. here we're recording. But um, we haven't hosted this since 2019. Yeah. So we're really excited to make our grand return uh, back to these kind of in-person special events, but also back to Union Station. We yeah. haven't hosted this at Union Station since 2016. So oh. such a beautiful space. I can't wait to it be is. there. Yeah. It's so it's it's good to see the spaces being used and thriving and having people like that chicago is at its best when the when the people are out absolutely enjoying the city and even though it's cold you know yes it's it's worth getting out there i mean world of chocolate i mean come on i know, <laughs> I know make it your one big weekend event in yeah. february you can bundle up and stay at home for the rest Just, of the weekend but... the key is not to go home yet Yes. So if you're out out and about on Friday, don't go home Just until you come to the World of Chocolate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We do sell tickets at the door. So you can come on down if you have nothing yeah. else to do on the 17th. Buy tickets at the door. But tickets are on sale right now. I highly recommend you go to the website and get the advance. Yeah. Advanced and you said 6 in the evening is when it starts. 6 in the evening till 9 p.m. Um, we like to call it, it's just kind of like an open uh, cocktail vibe. Mm -hmm. Folks kind of wear a cocktail attire. Um, there's an open bar. There's some entertainment. There are um, hors d'oeuvres that are around. But the center of it, of course, are the chocolatiers. So we have 22 chocolatiers confirmed uh, this year. Uh, some are chefs. Some are, um, you know, pastry chefs from some of the large hotels that are here. Some yeah. are small businesses, yeah. large businesses. Um, but they're all from this area. Um, they're coming to share their creations with with the attendees. Yeah. I was looking at the chocolatiers because yeah. obviously I was a little interested to right, see who right? was coming. <laughs> and so I saw there's a really good mix. Um, people like Al's Cookie Mix yeah. and Amy's Candy Bar. Mm -hmm. Chef Enrique Cortez, you were saying, some some chefs there. Yep. Um, Cindy's at the Athletic Association, yes. the Chicago Athletic Association Hotel. Eli's Cheesecake. Yeah, I Prince mean, Carlton. There'll be some great ones, yes. <laughs> Jojo Shake Bar, which if you've seen their stuff, I mean, that looks like a work of art that you uh -huh. get to eat. So right. <laughs> there's plenty of reasons to get really excited about. So many reasons. Yeah. So the chefs that are there are competing in a couple categories. So we have the sweet category, which is my favorite, yeah. uh, the savory category, and then libation. So these chefs, that some of them you just mentioned, might be competing in one. They might be competing in all three. So you'll have to come out and, and see yeah. what they're offering. You know, some places... Um, are debuting in a menu item that they might want to be serving oh. later. Sometimes it's just a one-off thing. So you have yeah. to be a world of chocolate to, to test it out. But there's some really delicious offerings. You can check them all out on our website. We, we update them almost every day. So, And um, the, is, are, if you go, are you like voting on these? So who gets these? Great question. So we have seven judges that are going okay. to act the event that are going around and officially judging the competition so we give out an award for best overall in all three of those categories wow. and then best business class but there's also the people's choice award okay which honestly is probably <laughs> the most coveted award i'm sure it is <laughs> it's nice to win best suite but like if you win people's choice you know yeah you're the favorite so yes every attendee um, will be able to vote for their favorite overall so when you come into the event you'll receive a passport 
that you know has the numbers so you're encouraged to literally take the global chocolate tour wow. test everyone and then vote for your favorite at the end so yeah mm -hmm. i mean it's such a fun way to to not just raise funds because obviously i mean the reality is organizations like yours can't do what they do if they don't have the funds to do it exactly. like everyone else you know these things are out there to raise funds but also raise awareness and i think that um one of that that's equally as important as raising the funds um but if people attend this event what will they learn about afc and maybe it's people because i'm assuming mm -hmm. a lot of, of your people will be there yes there'll be a ton of folks on site you know some of our um consistent donors we mm -hmm. have a lot of our corporate sponsors that are out there we have lots of volunteers that volunteer for a lot of afc special events that'll be there mm -hmm. um and then just other folks from the Chicago community. So it's a really great place to kind of meet other people that are attached to AFC in some mm -hmm. sort of way. Um, and then there'll also be some information in that passport, like I mentioned. So you can learn about the foundation. If you um, aren't familiar with our work, you can check out our upcoming annual meeting. We'll have a meeting in March. It's a free event in our office. Okay. So you can come on down, learn about what we've done in our new strategic plan. Yeah. Uh, so there'll be some info in there, but really I think it's the connecting with with yeah. other humans in the space so yeah i think that um right now this is that's the thing that a lot of people really have been craving is yeah. I, it's great to get out there and to support these organizations and i'm and I, it's kind of one of those things where when you get to do one and the other it just it turns out to be really it's good amazing. right yes so this is like an opportunity to have like the best night of your life in february out in the town it's right after valentine's day so it's like a great idea to bring your significant other oh, down yeah. open bar chocolate what's better and then at the same time all those funds are going to support afc so yeah. it's a great meeting of, of all the things so the libations are chocolate based or have some chocolate yes, component yes yes okay so, and, in addition to the, just the open bar that we have, some of the chocolatiers are participating with oh, some libations. Wow. So like CH Distillery, which you may have mentioned, they own Jefferson's Malort. So they're coming out with some Malort cocktails. Oh, they can leave that stuff alone. <laughs> um, JoJo Shake Bar <laughs> will have some sort of libation as well. Yeah. I think I saw um, maybe Coco & Co had some some orange chocolate, some sort of libation. Wow. So there'll be lots of lots of options to, to taste in addition to the other cocktails yeah. that are available. There's so many amazing reasons to go to this event. Um, we mentioned uh, the the Space Union Station. Yeah. What is it about the space that that is really like makes you feel good about having it there? I, I think mm -hmm. um, once you've done uh, an event there for a little bit, you kind of it kind of becomes an, another home yeah, for you. It does. It's such a beautiful space, and if folks haven't been, you should just go down at any time. It's always yeah. it's always open, so go check it out. It is so grand and magnificent. It's hard to put into words how how fantastic it feels to be in that space. Yeah. So it's so lovely. It's wide open, which makes it so much easier to have vendors spread out and make sure you hit everyone instead of having them tucked away in the corners, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the space just speaks for itself. It doesn't need a lot of decor or anything else. It's just yeah. so beautiful. Um, and it's a Chicago staple, you know? Yeah. It's such such a, um iconic place to be. So it's, it's lovely to associate ourselves with that space. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we call it the Global Chocolate Tour. So what's better to be than, than a train station, right? Yeah, I actually <laughs> didn't think about that. Yeah. But what I was thinking about when you were, when you were sharing was the fact that like Union Station really represents kind of getting out into all these areas of the city. So Absolutely. if you need to go 
the suburbs or you're going on the metro, you know, you have the two choices of Union Station or Ogilvy, depending yeah. on which direction you're going. But it's really taking people out into and bringing them in. And bringing them in, yep. And I think that's such a cool thing that you get to have your your event in that space because it's just like so Chicago and it's so like Chicago reaching the world too. Yeah, bringing everybody in for an event and then and then exiting yeah. too. So yeah, and if you're coming on down, just take the train in. Yeah, <laughs> you take an Amtrak. You can, if you're yeah. in New York, just take the Amtrak take the to Union Amtrak. Station. Exactly. You'll be right there. And then you can take it on the way home. It'll be great. Yeah. The hotel's needed. <laughs> well, during the holiday season, there's the tree in there. That's, uh, that's the space that it's in the, the it grand is, space yes. there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, it's always so beautiful. It's and so it just fun. is like, <laughs> it just screams whatever, like that season or that thing. So it, I think yeah. it just really is a really cool space to be able to do that. Yes. Yeah. We're really excited. Um, there's usually where the tree is um, or where the tree is in the winter, there's like uh -huh. a console that's typically there uh -huh. in your old school, like ticketing booth. Right. So that yeah, would be part yeah. of the design. And then um, the, the wooden benches that are there, you know, folks can sit and wait during, during the year we've incorporated some of those into the event design as well. So you can grab oh, okay. a drink and grab a chocolate and hang out. on, yeah. the, on the So you kind of naturally use what's there to, yeah. to get that vibe. That's yeah, feeling there. Absolutely. It does. Like I said, it doesn't need much. It, it speaks for itself. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I I know you've done the event event before. Obviously, the last couple of years have been challenging. Yeah. Um, pre COVID, what what about the event made it really special? Or, or tell us about the event pre COVID and sort of how you want to bring that into sort of this refresh or restart yeah. that you're you're you having. Yeah, this event is has always been fun and people ask us about it constantly. So I'm, yeah. I'm so excited now. I can say, yes, we're actually yeah, yeah. doing it after three years. Um, you know, a lot of nonprofits host an annual gala. Um, uh -huh. We don't host one annually. We host one every five years. Okay. You know, the big put on the ball gown, come out for the chicken wow. dinner vibe. Yeah. And that's fun. But we like to do this every year instead. It's yeah. a little more laid back. It's more accessible. And it's more fun. You get yeah. chocolate, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's kind of the vibe that we bring into it. People really look forward to it. It's a great you know, reason to get out of your house in February. But um, I think really the highlight is the chocolatiers, both pre-pandemic yeah. and now is just really seeing, um, you know, who exists in the city that yeah. has talents that they want to showcase. It's been fun watching kind of the makeup of the chocolatiers change. You know, with a lot of new businesses that have yeah. opened in the past mm -hmm. three years um, or revamping their um, their operations that are coming out to, to showcase at this event. So I know we have some folks that are coming that are brand new and haven't done anything. Um, I was talking to Cindy's, you know, they're an establishment. They've been around forever, but this is their first in-person event they've wow. done since wow. the pandemic. So it's really nice to see yeah. kind of, it's, it's a nice snapshot of like where the city is at. Yeah. 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 I think it, it gives you that, that good snapshot. And I, I think in theory, Taste of Chicago is really cool. And I think people mm -hmm. who are from here will be like, don't go because it's kind of a, <laughs> a lot of tourists, a lot of people. It's, it's lot, in yeah. July. It's hot. You're maybe overpaying. <laughs> but but these kind of events, you get to sample so many different things yes. from people that you may never have heard of. Absolutely. Um, and, and the things they can do with chocolate are just wild. It's magnificent. Now. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, we just put out an interview with um, Chef Blake Shelton, who um, is participating in this event. His first year was 2019, so this is his second year coming back, but it's been, you know, five years in between. Right. Um, he won a season of Sugar Rush on Netflix, and oh. I think is filming a new a new TV show. So he is so skilled with, with chocolate and sugar. Yeah. Um, so he there's a great interview with him. I highly recommend folks watch, but um, he'll be out there, I think, competing in all three categories and also doing a sculpture. Good luck to everyone else <laughs> I, know, I know so come out for the sculpture too yeah. um, i cannot wait to see what, what he comes up with i mean if you've seen sugar rush those creations yeah, are I've, incredible so. i've seen him because i've seen the show yeah. so yeah it's yeah. so he's a chicago local so he'll, wow. he'll be out yeah um if folks can't get to the event um, you also do the the 5K in the summer, correct? We do, yes. We do um, AIDS Run Walk Chicago. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be in late September this year. We're still confirming the date with Soldier Field. But um, you come out and the, the route is just along the lakefront path. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's a nice, you know, fall walk, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a 5K walk, a 5K run, and a 10K run. So those registration prices are a little bit cheaper than the World of Chocolate yeah. ticket. So come on down for that. That. it's so fun um, and the funds are also supporting AFC so that's a great event to come out to but you can always donate as well it's on our website yeah. so aidschicago.org or you can also donate directly on the world of chocolate website um, you know if you have a five dollars to give we'd appreciate it you know every, every yeah. dollar makes a difference so yeah and and that's one of the other things that I think is really cool is that these organizations they really care for the the funds that are given really well um yeah they're, they're really used in the best possible ways to help the most amount of people and i think mm -hmm. with what uh your what what the afc is doing is is especially important and i see that there really is no complacency there it's, it's yeah. always like what what needs to be tackled is someone doing it no okay we'll go in and we'll we'll do what we can yeah i think what we've really learned um over the past probably decade of working with community partners is um it's way more beneficial for us to say here are unrestricted dollars because those mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. agencies and the folks the community activists the folks on the ground know way better what resources are needed or yeah. what things are actually going to make a difference yeah. so um those are some of my favorite programs at afc i work really closely on okay. AIDS run and walk chicago and we have a program called community direct where um, it's usually about 30 partners in, in Chicago participate in it. So they create their own team. They come out for the event and they fundraise. Uh, yeah. They give 90 to 92% of those funds that they raise wow. right back to them. And they can use it however they want. That's so, so cool. It was really great to have that program like already established and running during COVID. Yeah. So they had all these unrestricted dollars when you know clients power was going out or folks were unemployed folks <laughs> needed access to medication um, or hotel stays like those unrestricted dollars could provide those yeah. things when grant money is sometimes um a little restricted, restricted right yeah. in how you can utilize it so yeah it's one of the things that i learned a lot about when i was looking into illinois new um minimum uh some like a minimum salary program that they have Oh, um, providing that. funds for families who make below a threshold. It's, it's essentially like a minimum household income. income? That's amazing. Um, and obviously that money is going to Illinois' poorest to, to raise them to where they can care for themselves and provide for them, for their families. Yeah. And I think the, the bottom line really is that sometimes 
money is just needed to to make the biggest difference. Absolutely. And I think that that's something that that your organization really takes into consideration. And sometimes it is about money. It is. And and that person knows how to best spend those funds yeah. to get where they need to be, right? Or yeah. make the biggest yeah. difference in their lives. I can make an assumption about what you might need, but I'm not you. Right. That person um, obviously has way more insight into what would make the biggest difference. So yeah, unrestricted dollars are huge. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you talked to Dr. Tucker about this, but she also works on the Learning Circle Collaborative. Um, it's a similar program where um, we pick leaders from several BIPOC-led agencies mm-hmm. and are really providing those resources. You know, we're saying, what do you need to be a leader at yeah. this agency? You know, do you need accounting help? Do you need reception mm-hmm. help? Wow. Do you need uh, learning about fundraising and platform access? So. Um, that's a fantastic program. Yeah. I always love hearing uh, what they're up to because it's it's very similar to the program <laughs> that I've been involved with. But it's yeah. it's nice to to watch to watch from afar. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, the, all the programs that we've had the opportunity to learn about are all amazing, and the people are so are just so good. They 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 seem to be people who want to do what they can to do their their best. So yeah. um, we always appreciate getting to spend some time with you. Um, yeah. And we always like to ask people about their their thoughts on the future, like what you want from the future of either the AFC or even the world of chocolate, what you hope to see mm-hmm. come from this. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, when I first started at AFC, I thought, you know, reading that getting to zero plan was just obtuse. I was like, there's no way yeah. that we can accomplish this in 10 years. Um, and seeing the incremental progress yeah. over the past couple of years yeah. has been amazing. So I can't wait to see that come to <laughs> fruition, right? Like right. we always say like, we're working to not have a job anymore. Like yeah. I want to end this epidemic. So I have to move on to something else, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to see the community recover from this. Um, and World of Chocolate, I just want to see that beautiful room filled with people that are excited to be there talking yeah, to other yeah. folks and like enjoying their time, sampling chocolate, drinking, <laughs> whatever that means to you. I think for me, like being an extrovert the past couple of years, like that's what I've missed a lot is yeah. the social outings. Same. Um, especially <laughs> since it's a big part of my job, right? Right, so yeah. I, I'm just like looking forward to the 17th to just, you know, the three years of kind of back and forth and, and wanting to host it. Um, just seeing that room fill yeah. up with people that are just so excited and glad to yeah. be there. Just happy to be there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I think that is, uh, it gets me excited too. So. Yeah, warm from the cold, right? <laughs> yeah, warm from the cold and just at, at that moment, you know, all is good. Yeah, that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, Matt. Thank you for having me on, Nathan. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and we want to thank you for tuning in to this episode yeah. of the Bridging Chicago podcast. Be sure to check out the AIDS Foundation Chicago on Instagram at AIDS Foundation Chicago or visit www.aidschicago.org where you can purchase your ticket to the World of Chicago Expert. To go there, you go aidschicago.org slash event slash world dash of dash chocolate. Be sure to visit www.bridgingchicago.com to learn to find all the episodes, including our four episodes, our four previous episodes with the AIDS Foundation Chicago and all of our other five seasons. And you can find us and connect with us on Twitter and Instagram, where our handle is at Bridging Chicago, or search us on LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bridging Chicago, as produced by the SATC Solutions Center. 
Nothing contained in this podcast shall constitute financial, investment, legal, and or professional advice. No professional relationship of any kind is created between you and the podcast host or guest. You are urged to speak with your financial, investment, or legal advisors before making any investment or legal decisions. Furthermore, the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of SATC Solution Center, SATC Law, or any of its employees. This podcast is created by the hosts and guests' individual capacities. All opinions on this podcast are or have been rendered based on specific facts under certain conditions and are subject to certain assumptions and may not and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including, but not limited to, or use in or in connection with any investment purposes or legal proceeding. 